Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, hello and welcome to a show that we call I Heart the Ozarks. This is a half-hour-long program that airs across all five of our iHeartRadio stations here in Springfield. My name is Clint Gurley. I'm the vice president of programming for iHeartRadio here in town. And this show, if you've never heard it before, is a public affairs show, which means uh, every Sunday and then, of course, on the podcast that's on iHeartRadio, we cover uh, topics that are affecting this community or uh, nonprofit groups that are doing a lot of good for this community. And today, uh, we're going to be focusing on the latter of those two. We have with us Candace White from the Hope Foundation. Candace, thanks for doing this. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. So I'm going to be straight up honest with you about my knowledge of the Hope Foundation. I, I don't know what it is. Okay. So um, I love shows like this because... I feel like getting first-hand education, and not only does it give me a chance to show off my own ignorance, which seems to be my favorite thing to do, uh, but uh, it does give me a chance to learn firsthand from people involved in the organization. So, Candace, I guess my first question for you is, like, what is your involvement with the Hope Foundation? Um, so, the Hope Foundation was started by my family. Um, my daughter is a 17-year now, I think, 17-year cancer survivor. Wow. Yeah, so she was diagnosed, I can't do the math, so maybe I'm off there. She was diagnosed in 2007 um, with Wilms tumor. It's a cancer that um, basically attacks your large organs, and hers was her kidney. Um, during her treatment, and, you know, of course, I left my job, all those things to go be with her um, during her treatment, we discovered that there's so many organizations that help with things like medical bills and, um, you know, hotel stays and, and things like that, but there wasn't an organization to help keep your household afloat while you had to leave your job and your income goes down and, you know, your rent and mortgage payment, utility bills, uh, car repairs to get back and forth to those doctor's appointments. Um, Unfortunately, funeral expenses are not something that families prepare for, for a child. So our mission essentially is just to kind of bridge that gap where insurance and other organizations fall short, we try to step in and, and fill that gap, if you will. So uh, in, in your experience, and first of all, can I ask about your daughter? Everything's yeah. going well? Yes, she just turned 21. So wow. absolutely. Yeah, she's awesome. doing wonderful. And so you guys kind of birthed this thing, this Hope Foundation through that. And so it would be safe to kind of assume that the Hope Foundation just pays for stuff when, is it is it kids only? When, yes, okay. pediatric. Okay. I mean, hope so, is for helping overcome pediatric emergencies. Gotcha. So your foundation then pays for things um, that maybe other organizations don't, and that is a lot of stuff in there. Yes, absolutely. How do you how do you quantify the the criteria by which or for which you'll you'll pay? So I have a board. Um, we have a a board up to 21 board members. Um, typically our 
applications that we receive are from some referral sources that we've had for many years. Um, so they know, you know, kind of what our rules are, those things. We don't, we don't really have income qualifications, quote. Um, we have uh, more so what is your specific situation? Are you leaving work, you know, two, three days a week because you have to get to doctor's appointments? Are you completely out of work due to the fact that you've moved to Memphis to be with your child while they go undergo treatment for nine months. You know, it's, it's really a situation. Um, it's based situation by situation. So gotcha. it's not, we don't have income again, income qualifications, anything like that. It's, it's, it's really, are you missing work and are you missing income due to that child's injury or illness? And is this organization, the Hope Foundation, um, is this local for here in the Ozarks or is this something that is spread across the country and we have maybe a local chapter for? No, it is. We are just local. That was one of our missions um, in starting the foundation was we wanted something to help our community. Um, we didn't want to get too big where the mission could make turns um, in a direction that we weren't happy with. Um, so we service about we're up to about 27 counties now in southwest Missouri. Wow. OK. And you mentioned, you know, getting referrals and stuff. What Where does typically those referrals come from are they coming directly from the households or is it like or the hospitals excuse me or is it word of mouth between families who have been through it before or um the majority of our referral sources are our our local hospitals so we um, have a great relationship with mercy with the saint jude affiliate clinic there um, the nicu cox the nicu jordan valley um, those are some of our bigger um, referral partners they just are aware of us i've done my best to you know, make everyone know about us and raise awareness and let them know that we are a resource for them. And, you know, it's, it's wonderful partnering with them. It's, it's, it's really great that they have that desire to help those kiddos and their families as well as we do. So it's a good partnership we have. Uh, about how many families are you guys helping, let's say just within like a calendar year? Um, COVID was a little weird for us due to the stimulus, stimulus money um, that was passed out. So there wasn't a you know, as great of a need due to that. But on a typical year, um, I would say anywhere from 20 to 40, it kind of just depends. Um, again, we are a smaller organization. Um, it's just me <laughs> that does all the fundraising and everything. So um, uh, it's, you know, we, again, we are considered a small organization, um, but we are able to help. We've helped up to 42 families in one year. Wow. Okay. So it's, it's really just you then doing this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I do have a board, so I mean, my board, you know, assists in that. But as far as like, you know, an actual employee, it, it is just me. Can we just talk uh, briefly just about what what starting a foundation of one human? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm really saying that as as something that's very impressive and sounds like a ridiculously hard undertaking. How how do you go from parent of a cancer? Uh, patient now survivor to I'm going to do this I'm going to make a foundation that supports families like ours and then you do it well I really have to give my husband all the credit for that um, he is the one that went through all the process with the state and you know 501c being our 501c3 status um, he worked with an attorney and wrote our bylaws and uh, I, again I have to give him credit for all of that it's basically like everything at our house he has the great idea and uh creates it and then i have to maintain it <laughs> basically how it goes at our house so <laughs> yeah i i so what is it like for you i mean we're day in and day out i mean is this a 
full-time gig or are you able to uh, you know take time away from this or is it just when there's when people are referred to you that's when we're working and if not like I'm just trying to get a picture kind of here of you yeah I mean there there are weeks where it's it's slower and then during event times um, those are over full-time um, basically what a day looks like for me is going to be you know any type of networking opportunity that I have uh, meeting potential uh, donors meeting potential referral sources, um, just again, networking, planning events, working with families, taking those applications, processing them, um, working with the board to decide if that's something they think that we need to cover, um, gathering financial information from these families, you know, whether it's a budgeting issue or really a financial need due to the illness. Um, So yeah, that's, it's, it's a lot of a lot of different things. <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, what were you doing before? Um, actually, I ran an in-home daycare for 13 years. Wow. My kids were little, yes. This is, like, I've, you are a fascinating person. <laughs> uh, no, no, really. Uh, any, did you ever entertain that notion that later on in life, while you're maybe doing this, this in-home daycare stuff, that, like, one day I'm going to be running a foundation? No. I did not. It's it's really kind of out of my realm, and it's it's caused me to grow a lot as a person. Um, I never liked public speaking. This would have never happened, just so you know. Um, huh. My daughter daughter was sick. She was a spokesperson for St. Jude and for Children's Miracle Network, and we were constantly on TV, and I would always make my husband do it. I would never do it. I mean, with this position, I have been forced, if I want to see this grow, I have to I have to put on my big girl pants and, and be brave and, and do these things that is, is out of my comfort zone. So definitely what, was not in my wheelhouse. Yeah. What was it about what you went through with your daughter that made you really buy into this idea of we're just not going to help ourselves here. We're just not going to find a solution for our family, but moving forward, we want to do this for other people too. Well, like I said before, you know, I left my job, went to Memphis, lived with Megan, my daughter, who was six, and my son, Danny, was three. I took both of them to Memphis. My husband stayed and worked Monday through Thursday, came up Friday. And so it just was one of those things that if we didn't have the support from our friends and family, I mean, we got friends and family to help pay our mortgage and all those things that we now cover. We didn't have that. We don't know where we would be. Um, and so the thought that we can eliminate that fear and that struggle from other families is just, it, it's amazing that I can keep someone from having to feel those things that, that we were, we were feeling. Yeah. My wife works in healthcare and, uh, it just hearing your side of things reminds me of a story that she told me a couple of weeks ago that she had met with somebody and, um, he was on the donor list and pretty high up on the list for I, I, some organ. I forget which one. And the reason that they would not do the transplant was because he did not have the income to be able to stay outside of this city. The transplant would have to take place in a larger city. And he did not have the income to stay in that city for a few months after the fact to continue going in for tests and, you know, post-surgery treatments. Um, 
And it's an interesting thing because I am positive his story is not uncommon. Um, nor nor do I think that our healthcare system is 100% foolproof and perfect. Um, but it is really inspiring to hear uh, you as, as a single person and your family, husband included here, as a single family that um, decided to help other people after going through what you went through when so many people would just be satisfied with, yay, we figured out how to um, find our way in this system that is not perfect, uh, you've laid a path for others to follow you. And that's that's really incredible. Well, thank you. Yeah, that that's just absolutely terrible. And, and so that is something that would fall in line for things that we would cover. You know, um, we have, we do have a yearly maximum, but the way that my husband had the bylaws written was to be very flexible. So that family meets the yearly maximum, but that's a unique situation. And we know there's an end to that as far as he will go home after that's all done. Um, So it's not going to be bleeding us dry, if you will. That is something that we would, we would help and we would pay for. And that's just absolutely terrible. To hear. I mean, I, I, I hope that he's in our counties because if he is, <laughs> uh, Candace White, who we're speaking with today here on iHeart the Ozarks, uh, is from the Hope Foundation. She is the Hope Foundation, <laughs> but does have a board. But uh, as far as full time running it, it is, it is Candace. And uh, it's a great show for, for me to be able to, get to talk to you because I had uh, very little knowledge of the Hope Foundation coming into this. And it's always great to get some firsthand education from the people uh, who are doing it. Not only that, extra bonus this time, the people who started it. So that's really cool. Um, it sounds like uh, you guys need quite a bit of funding because the things that you're funding sound almost limitless when it comes to families uh, with a child who is in uh, a pediatric emergency. Um, how do you get those funds? So we have a handful of um, regular donors, um, but for the most part, the majority of our funds they do come from um, events that we put on. So I do um, a golf tournament. I think every charity has a golf tournament. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do that golf tournament every year in May. Um, we have an event in the summer that's called um, Craft Beer Bash. So it's all the local breweries here in Springfield and surrounding areas in the counties we serve. They come out, put up tents um, in on the square and we charge um, just a flat rate. Come in, you get unlimited seats. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Examples of all those local local breweries. So for us, it's a way to help involve all of those people that are in the counties that we serve. serve, um, So they can, again, raise awareness and be aware of that as well as put on a good event and, and make some funds to yeah. give out to those families. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the golf tournament because as this airs, we'll be you know less than a, a month away, I think, uh, from yep. that. Uh, when, where, how? Give, give me all the details on that. Okay, so um, it is Clubs for Cause. It's held out at Silo Ridge. It's going to be at um, 11.30 out in Bolivar at Silo Ridge. We have several different opportunities. Our uh, title sponsor this year is J-Mark. 
Um, they are always good about supporting us. They sponsor several events for us, so we're very appreciative of them. Um, Charity Restoration, which happens to be my husband's husband has husband's business as well. well you got to wait. <laughs> so you got to you got to weigh in with them. Yes, nice. yes. He has no option. He just has to write <laughs> check. So, um, and then USA Mortgage, the Kittrell region, um, they are always a huge sponsor of us. They actually sponsor our um, craft beer bash. They're a title sponsor. So there's title opportunities, there's team opportunities, there's whole opportunities, there's all kinds of opportunities for um, businesses and or individuals to participate in it. We so, do fun games, things like that out at the event as well. So uh, how would either a business or an individual go about getting information, getting involved, getting the team, getting the spot? Um, have them email me at, uh, and I'll send that to you. It's knwhite at askforhope.org. And um, I've got all the forms and information and everything. I'll get those to them. And, and I'm working on getting them on our website right now as well. Our, our website's in the process of being revamped. So pardon that. <laughs> That's all right. What is the address for that website, though, as it's being revamped? It's askforhope.org. Okay. A-S-K-F-O-R-H-O-P-E.org. And that golf tournament's coming up on the 9th, right? Monday the 9th? Correct. Ask me how I know. The website. No. Somebody invited me to play in it. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. I love to hear that. Yeah. So uh, a lot of most people, pretty much everybody knows that like golf is my thing. And oh, if we can oh, make it on a weekday where I don't have to work, it's even <laughs> better. And if it's for a good cause, it's the best of all. So literally there's a golf tournament on Monday the 2nd that I'm playing in. And then the following Monday I'm playing in your guys golf tournament. Um, and that's kind of how I was introduced to the Hope Foundation and thought, well, let's learn more about this before I go out there and ruin a golf course, you know? I love it. <laughs> Word of mouth is so fantastic, especially in such a tight-knit community like we are. And, and my husband and I have both lived here our entire life. And so it's, I love hearing the word of mouth that's that's great yeah i'm excited about it i really am and so may the 9th out at silo ridge you can go to it's not on the website yet uh is it on do you guys have like facebook pages and stuff we do yep it's hope foundation it's on we're on facebook okay, so yeah awesome. Instagram, twitter all that so Good yep, deal. that's already all right so track down the hope foundation whether it's on uh, social media or you can email um karen it's k white at askforhope.org K-N White. K-N White. I yeah. can't even read my own handwriting here. I even wrote it down. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the, the Craft Beer Bash. You, you kind of gave a brief overview of that. Uh, when is that happening this year? Um, I just believe, I believe I just solidified that date, and it's October 15th. Okay. And it's downtown on the square. And there'll be a Springfield uh, Beer Bash. Craft Beer Bash is our Facebook page, and there will be tons of information coming on that as it's a it's a pretty big event um so i'll update all the breweries that participate and, and and all of those things on there so and just out of curiosity like what is that flat fee because you say you go in um and you get all the samples you want for one entrance fee what does that fee look like it's thirty dollars and is that a buy tickets in advance thing is that a buy tickets at the door thing you can do both awesome very cool yeah. yes uh what it's is there any food down there for that, or is it just come for the beer, get out of here, and go enjoy a restaurant someplace else? Yeah, we typically try to do a food truck um, during during the event, and then um, we like it because a lot of times after being at the event all day, you have maybe lunch at the food truck, and then 
after being um, downtown on the event all day, then you can hit up all those local restaurants that are downtown on the square. Absolutely. Again, supporting local is just is huge for us. Yeah. Are those two events, the, the golf tournament, the craft beer bash, are those the two main ones that you do or are there others that you're also doing? Um, so we do participate in Price Cutter Charity Championship. Uh-huh. I don't know if you're familiar with that oh, or sure. not. Uh, we have the privilege of running the beer tent. Yeah. I don't know how we do that job, but I'm not letting it go. <laughs> <laughs> it is a fun one, and I have no problem getting board participation on that. Um, so, yeah, we, we do participate in that, um, as well as we launched a uh, new event this year, at the end of last year, I'm sorry, um, called Guide to Hope Totes. Um, we partnered with Burl and... Um, a lot of times we see the mental health aspects of a child who has endured some type of thing. Like, for example, my daughter um, have gone going through cancer, her transitioning from going through treatment and be this, being the center of attention at six years old, getting everything she wants at six years old, and then trying to transition her back into reality, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> no, really. You know, she have everything she wants all the time. And, you know, she lost numerous friends um that went through treatment with her um that didn't didn't make make it so that was very difficult for her and again just the mental health aspect it was a great partnership opportunity with burl and um build a bear donated 500 bears to us and we have little packs uh, mental health things um, resources for kiddos books to read age appropriate books to read um we have a little coloring book that helps them express how they're feeling there's a emoji magnet where they can kind of just share with others around them how they're feeling when it's hard to express those emotions that you're dealing with at such a young age. So that's been a really good campaign for us. Um, We're just running that until the bears run out. (laughs) No, that's fantastic. And it's something that I guess never having been in the situation before um, that you guys had to go through and that your now organization uh, assists with, um, you don't really consider the mental health of the child. You understand there's trauma there um but also as you mentioned there there is that that part of the entire world that you exist in is now focused on you and getting you well and then after you do let's say get well um what then you know that's something i would have never considered before also the trauma not only that you're uh dealing with through your treatments but also the people that you're there with i mean kids are amazing my i have two i have a five-year-old and a three-year-old they make connections Everywhere they go, everybody's their friend. Um, so I would imagine that's even heightened for children going through cancer treatments together, um, and then to have to deal with the loss of these people, um, some of those children. Uh, yeah, that 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 sounds like a really great partnership between you and and what is the biggest mental health group here in town. So, yeah, I I, I just loved the idea. I did. I thought it couldn't be more fitting. And I mean, how we could partner together and help all of these kiddos in our community is just it's huge awesome awesome so we, we typically have like a handful of questions that no matter what nonprofit group when we do this show i heart the ozarks and speak with nonprofit groups we will ask um i think i already know the answers to most of them or we've already covered them but the big one is somebody who's listening uh, let's say right now uh, feeling a tug to get involved uh what do you need from people Donations, sponsorships, participation in our events. I mean, follow our social media, like you said, and see what we have going on. 
be a part of it. Realize that when you support the Hope Foundation, you are supporting so many kids in our community. Um, regular donors are one thing that we have not really targeted much. Um, so that's something that I will be spending the next couple of years working on, you know, whether it's $10, $20, $500, whatever your budget may be, that's something that I will be focusing on um, in the coming years and is trying to build up those regular donors. Sure, sure. Um, would you also like an assistant? I mean, it sounds like you got your work cut out for you there. <laughs> Solo, <laughs> you, I mean, is that something you're looking for? <laughs> willing to take money away from the foundation to pay for that so i just grin and bear it Um, i do have every once in a while i have some interns from missouri state and drury that they come on and um i'm i'm 41 and i'm still not real good with technology um as you as i said i stayed home for 13 years running a daycare so i do bring them on to help me um with some marketing things and things like that things that i'm just not real savvy at you know um so, yeah, I, I am fortunate to have those interns, in, again, in our community that are willing to step up and helps them and helps me. So Nice. Are there opportunities, uh, and I would guess these would probably happen within the events that you throw, but are there uh, opportunities? I know people like to be generous with their time as well. Um, are there opportunities for volunteers? Absolutely. Um, so the, the golf tournament, we, you know, we have people that... Um, help me set up, help me tear down. I mean, if you want to drive the golf cart around, I mean, whatever, there's, there's plenty of opportunities there. And then of course with craft beer bash, I mean, I need people out there serving, tearing down, setting up, I mean, all that. So absolutely there is. And I usually don't have trouble getting volunteers for the beer event. (laughs) Not going to lie. (laughs) Something people are super excited to volunteer for. So, but, but no, we can always use more, uh, what we call them friends of hope. Um, people who are on our volunteer list they they don't have enough time to dedicate to be on the board itself but uh, they're always there when we need them again friends of hope to to help us with those events yeah uh so give out contact information one more time here uh just for folks who now that we've covered all the events and they're like wow i want to go to those uh where can they go for information not just about volunteering or donating but also getting uh the events so um, all social media, the Hope Foundation, we're on, on all that. Um, and then our website is askforhope.org. And then um, you can email me at knwhite at askforhope.org. Okay, awesome. Uh, is there anything that we haven't covered that you came in here and you're like, we're definitely going to talk about that thing today, and I just dropped the ball? I don't think so. I think you're pretty good at your job. You, did, you, you got it all covered. Nicely uh, done. You... <laughs> might be the first person who's ever said that so <laughs> no thanks okay. for that very much uh, i'm excited to get to meet you in person here in a couple weeks when uh we do the golf tournament that's going to be a lot of fun uh always are and uh i very much enjoyed learning about what the hope foundation does uh i love getting behind the scenes nonprofit stuff too so i appreciate you indulging me and learning a little bit more about you and uh, not just founding this but also it's day-to-day stuff as well and uh, uh it's been a real treat so thank you very much thank you i can't tell you how much i appreciate you having us on and just giving me the ability to to raise aware- raise more awareness and don't knock yourself either you got that public speaking thing down <laughs> well it's been three years that i've been forced to do it so i i, I got it now i think candace white is founder uh, person who does all the things for the hope foundation uh, here in springfield serving 27 counties 26 counties 
pretty sure that's what we're up to now. It's 27. Kind of lose track. We keep adding them. Serving families uh, in the middle of uh, pediatric emergencies with uh, bills or uh, things that require income that families going through those things just simply don't have uh, at that time. And I think that's really, really cool. I love it when people will give um, without it being pigeonholed for certain things. Like this can only go for one. You know, it sounds like your organization takes into account uh, all the things. And I love hearing that. So uh, that's great. Uh, the Hope Foundation, the couple events coming up, the golf tournament, which is in early May out at Silo Ridge, and then the uh, Springfield's Craft Beer Bash, which is coming up October 15th in the square. Just search the Hope Foundation uh, for all the information on those. Uh, thank you, by the way, for listening to this show. This is iHeart the Ozarks. And uh, if you missed some of it, if you're just maybe now getting here in the last few minutes and want to listen back uh, to everything about the Hope Foundation or back episodes of this show, you know, we do it every Sunday. And so there's a lot of content, a lot of organizations and a lot of community issues that get addressed uh, during these programs. You can always find the podcast on this episode, back episodes of it. Uh, it's on, of course, our iHeartRadio app. Just click on podcasts and search iHeart the Ozarks. Uh, you'll find everything there right on your phone or wherever you stream music from. Uh, for myself, Clint Gurley, and the rest of our staff here at iHeartRadio in Springfield, thank you so much for listening. And now go out and have a great rest of your day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.